Hello and welcome to the Winging It podcast, episode six, travelling with Anjuman Aurora. Anjuman is from India and has made a life-changing move to Canada last year, and she's travelled in Canada, USA, and of course India. Um, we met in 2020, early doors in a job, and we're going to talk through all things travel and how life is here in Vancouver. Anjuman, welcome, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi James, and thank you first of all for inviting me to the show. I'm really excited to be part of it. No worries. I'm going to get all your thoughts on record. Are you excited? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Also scared. Yeah, of course. Aren't we all? (laughs) Yes. I think that might be a permanent vibe. (laughs) But yeah. Okay, so as I said, we we met last year in a job that I'm still in, and you've now moved on, unfortunately. Um, But how are you finding life? in Vancouver and settling into Canada's, Canada's life? So it's been really nice. I think that my moves kind of coincided with COVID. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, I did. Yeah. Like I would say like by the time I settled and I thought, okay, now I can go out and, you know, explore, COVID started. So <laughs> I just had like four months, which I couldn't make use of. <laughs> so um, it has been kind of affected by it, which ha- which is like for everybody. Mm. But uh, still, I would say that it's very peaceful. Yeah. And um, I really, really like that about Canada. It's very peaceful. It's very safe. And yeah. I also like the discipline <laughs> people have here. So, yeah. So, I think we'll get to that when we come to yeah, the so, India. Yeah. So, India these are the things that I really, really like about being here. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to see how you compare Canada and <laughs> India. Because obviously, as people might or might not know, I did travel India for three months in 2016. So, I feel like I've got a good yes. idea of how we can compare. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to ask you some questions about that. Um, but I do remember back must have been yeah, January last year before really COVID really hit those dark rainy days from co- from campus and we used to walk back to the the metro station and it was tipping down with rain and yeah, that's where I kind of got to know you, right? From from work. It used to be so gloomy. <laughs> yeah. And at that point everybody used to tell us that, oh wait for the summers. <laughs> it's gonna be so amusing. The summers were believe them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I wanted to believe everyone, the summers are really beautiful here. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and we used to go back uh, to the metro station talking about random things. Random things, yeah. And um, at that point, I came to know that James has not only traveled a lot in India, but he has also been to places that I haven't been to <laughs> and done things which I'm too scared to do. <laughs> and my first reaction when I heard him was like, how can you take so many risks? Like, what were you doing? It was not safe. And uh, but he was saying no, it was completely safe. It was, was, yeah. Okay, <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I might I might add that this is a very important distinction that I'm a white male, so yeah. I guess that has its advantages, unfortunately, in the world. Yeah. Um. So I did feel uh, safe. There were there were some hairy times, um, which I'll come <laughs> to in a bit. But um, on the whole, I find yeah. India, yeah, safe. I think. Um, yeah. As we're talking about India, let's go straight to India, shall we? So, where did you grow up, and which part of India is that? And some view. So, I get the feeling that people know India, right? We know mm-hmm. India, mm-hmm. but it's such a huge country. Yeah. People just don't know where, in geography terms, where it is. So, yeah, yeah, just talk us about where you're from, the area, and what part of India that is. 
Yeah, so I'm from northern India and uh, we have like extreme summers and extreme winters. Okay. Uh, yeah, it gets very hot and it's like very, very cold in winters. Very close to the hills. Yeah. And um, I was born in Punjab and it's it's very famous for being agriculturally, uh, you know, a very rich land. Yeah. And it has a lot of rivers, it's very rich in terms of irrigation and all those things yeah so but i did move away from my studies so i went to south india which is like moving from vancouver to toronto (laughs) very different very different very different in terms of everything so that's the thing with india like the minute you leave one uh, zone Mm -hmm. or your region you go to a region which is drastically opposite in terms of food language culture everything changes everything so, um, South India for me was very different. And where, where was that in South India? Did you go? So I went to Karnataka, which is a very it's the coastal area. Yes. Yeah. So it's very close to the sea, where you yeah. can see. And um, in fact, I would say that the place I studied, Manipal in Karnataka, is very similar to Vancouver in terms of weather. Oh, okay. And rain. yes, a lot of rain. <laughs> rain. Very yeah. close to the sea. Yeah. The only difference is that it doesn't have hills. So Vancouver mm-hmm. has like the best of both, but it doesn't have that. But it's very similar like um, in other terms. And it was a very different experience because the language was completely different. Yes. And the food, it was completely different. But uh, I had an amazing time there. I think had I not moved out of North India to mm-hmm. study there, I might have not even decided to move to Canada. Because it oh, was wow. like, I think that was the first time I went out of my comfort zone. And it kind of made me feel confident yeah. to do this kind of thing again in life. I would highly recommend yeah. anyone to get in the yeah. comfort zone because I think that's where you grow the yeah. most, right? Because it's it's very hard. I feel like if I would have stayed there, I might even not have wanted to go away. Yeah. Because you just feel so comfortable, right? Mm. So South India, I did not travel there. I traveled in the north. And the Punjab region where you're from, so you're from Ladhiana? Ladhiana? Yes. It's pronounced Ludhiana, like, you were close. I'll I'll take that, I'll take that. Um, And one thing I did learn when I was in India is, it has, I don't know if this is a correct figure, I actually probably should fact check this, about about 18 official languages, right? Yeah. And, uh, I'll repeat that, 18 official languages. (laughs) So, obviously you can speak a little bit of Punjab. Yeah. Even though you don't like speaking it, because I've I've, I've seen (laughs) you... The reason I try not to speak it because uh, I think people make fun of me. Nah. <laughs> they do. The people, like, people who know how to speak it properly, <laughs> they find it extremely funny. So now I feel like now because I have moved to Canada yeah. and now if I speak Punjabi, I come under the shelter of, oh, she's living outside. She doesn't know how to speak Punjabi well. So I have an excuse. But up to the time I was back home, it was horrible. Oh. <laughs> I had no excuse whatsoever. Like, why is it so bad? Yeah, you, you have no excuse at home. No excuse. Yes. But you can also obviously speak English. Um, can you speak Hindi as well? Yeah, for Hindi. sure. Yeah. Anything, any other languages you can speak? No. Like, I, I learned some words when I was in South India. <laughs> what what language have we done? That there? was Kannada. Oh, yeah. So I, I picked up a few words, yeah. like elder sister and elder brother, Akka, Anna. <laughs> and then, I have no idea what that means, by the way. <laughs> yeah, just a few ones, like, uh, you know, to haggle with the auto rickshaws. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> And to not sound like an outsider so they don't charge us the more. God, the rickshaws, they're, yeah. they're crazy, aren't they? Yeah. Um, let's go on to rickshaws because 
one thing I learned when I arrived in Delhi yeah. is you want to go somewhere. Yeah. So oh yeah, can I just go to a hostel? And it's always via a shop. Yeah. Um, it could be Seven Suits or just someone's restaurant. You're like, no, I just want to go to my hostel. <laughs> and it's really hard just to get from A to B in a rickshaw. And unfortunately, it makes you just get an Uber. And then what I found difference between traveling Asia 2013 to going back to Southeast Asia in 2018 is those sort of things. Maybe I was a bit older as well and I've experienced the rickshaw culture from before, but Uber is just such an easy way and it's sometimes cheaper. Um, yes. So that's a bit of a shame for the rickshaw drivers, right? Uber was like, Uber was everything to me back <laughs> in India because I never had my own car. Like, they, I moved out of home for studies and then mm-hmm. started working. I never got my own car. So I used to heavily rely on Uber. Yeah. And of course, uh, New Delhi has a big uh, met- metro, metro system. system. Yeah, like yeah. Vancouver yeah. and Toronto. So Stressful, but... Yes, yeah. very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> very, very stressful. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's easy to move around. And I remember when I came to Vancouver, at that time, Uber wasn't here. Like, it came a few months yes, later. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's only, it's only recent, I think. Yes. Yeah. And I was... Really shocked because I got down of the airport with a privileged, you know, oh, yeah. mindset. We'll, we'll come to in a minute. Gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna open my app and call an Uber, and it's like it doesn't exist. Like, what? So, in the Punjab region, growing up before university, where did you travel much in the Punjab region? Yeah. Like, if you could maybe like give the listeners three places that they should visit. Yeah, Could for sure. Like, um, I would say Amritsar is Amritsar, yeah, is, of course, like, yeah. huge, and it is not only famous for being it having the you know the religiously because yeah. of golden temple. Um, it's a huge landmark there, but there are so many other things like the food. Yeah, is very good. Is it free there? The food. So if you go to the temple, yeah, uh, it's free. Yeah, because that is what they believe in. Like yes, they yes, want you right. to serve. Yeah. Uh, want you to serve you and but um, otherwise it's not like right like if you're just moving around the city but it's absolutely cheap like uh, the best thing about Amritsar I feel is that they have such a good thing going on with cuisine and it's very affordable yes so it's more of street food I'm yes. not talking about like high end oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah but it's amazing even in terms of shopping I feel like mm-hmm. if you again want to shop for things that are you know, like belong to the culture there, mm-hmm. so it's very good in terms of that. Yeah, we can um, fit Amritsar in in our trip. It's just too Punjab region, which is too far northwest. Like we couldn't really, in the time we had, fit it in. So I'm got to go back and go and visit Amritsar. But yeah, what's next? So the next, I would say, is Chandigarh. So oh, Chandigarh, Chandigarh is yeah. not actually, I would say, it's not part of Punjab. It's a union territories, but it's Punjab's capital. Yes. So. um I absolutely love Chandigarh. If I would have not moved to Canada, I would have preferred to settle there. Okay. Yeah. Long term. Because yeah. it's it's a beautiful planned city. It's um it's it has a lot of landmarks like um which make it very nice. Like it has like these things in which in one place they have made this beautiful park and monuments out of waste. 
Oh, waste. Yes. Oh, wow. So they have made these beautiful structures out of broken things yeah. and waste material, and it is such a nice thing. Like that is the vibe of that city. Oh, so right. they okay. believe yes, cool. in yeah. these things that they do not, they don't want to waste, and they believe in preservation and yeah. conservation. And it's 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 a very planned and beautiful city. Mm-hmm. And that is my number two, and number three is my hometown. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I would say Lodihara is more famous because it's a. industrial city so it has yeah. a lot of industries going on but if again you want to shop a lot like for local stuff yeah. it's a good place to be in and it's a it's your area is Sikh dominated right would you say yeah i would say that punjab does have a lot of uh, Sikh population yeah. but again um, i would say the major emphasis that comes from punjab is people as punjabi so you ah, might be a sikh or right. you might be a hindu Got you. Yeah. but all of them are punjabis and i think that is a Stronger. common binding factor because as punjabis they follow the same traditions and yes. they all speak punjabi even if they are if they are hindu or sikh that doesn't matter and they That's have awesome, yeah. yeah so as a it's more bound together culturally with mm-hmm. as a punjabi thing and less of religion i feel okay so, so what is the best punjabi food that so andrew can't really cook like yeah. and i'm going to rip her here cuz she's absolutely awful at it yeah. and when i asked her <laughs> one of the first times uh, what what's for dinner tonight it was like <laughs> uncle ben's rice with some chicken i was like what the hell is going on here um yeah. so because when you grew up you had a servant right who used to make you sandwiches <laughs> So it sounds so wrong the way James is putting this out. I agree that I don't know this important life skill of cooking, which now I realize is like fundamental. But I have been ignorant enough not to pay attention to it. And okay, so um, uh, this is a funny incident. Actually, um, uh, we were, as James mentioned earlier, right, that we used to walk back to the metro station, and we we're going back, and I had this. sad lonely look on her face and i just you know mumbled i miss servants and james had this absolute shocked look on his face like what what is that even right to say that <laughs> so to clear that up yeah and he's clearing up yeah yeah, yeah. uh india has, it's very common there because it's very affordable to have house help um yeah. you don't have to be a millionaire <laughs> ourselves there True. it's a system i wouldn't really go into the details of it because it does have uh, unfortunate implications like um, there's a lot of inequality yes. and uh, problems related to caste because of this mm-hmm. and it, in a perfect world it shouldn't be like that no. but uh, what the reality is today that it's very easy and very affordable to mm. have house help and uh, i do realize my privilege now <laughs> because i take it's not, it it's not your fault like, yeah, you grew up like, nice, uh, yeah, yeah but um even uh, yeah of course it's not that people are rude or anything back no, home no. they are extremely like uh, supportive of each other but yeah um now that i do realize that uh, after staying here that it is like i see the vibe here is to be like own everything like you know have that ownership to do everything on your own yeah which is which i feel is amazing but you struggled with that at the start right it it was a big struggle yeah. in the which beginning which is like <laughs> j- joking aside it must have been it was a, a big culture, change. big 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 culture shock yeah um i i think because i moved alone Yes. So I I just like uh I have some uh I have a sibling in um Saskatoon but of course in Vancouver I had absolutely no one yeah, I yeah. just yeah. moved I saw this job and I was like okay let's move and then 
in the first week i take an apartment and i'm just with two bags i'm in this apartment and i have absolutely no idea how to cook <laughs> how to take care of it and then yeah i'm pretty much lost for the first six months yeah we'll come to that in a, a bit further on because uh, there's a uh, we've got like a section here for canada yeah. and why you move but to finish that little blurb about you can't cook, what is your favorite Punjabi meal that you maybe miss? Uh, I would say it's spinach. If I say it in English, it's a spinach. Spinach, spinach. In... yeah. But in Punjabi, it's called saag. Oh, so, saag, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like saag so, or yeah, I, yeah. I absolutely love it. Um, and they make it, uh, they take a lot of time to make it. Like, it has a process. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Yes. <laughs> and I, I have never, like, tried making it no but i it's my favorite dish i my favorite is gobi aloo which is obviously uh, for people who don't know what that is that's cauliflower potato but do yeah. you just have sag on its own or do you have sagaloo or what would you have what would be what would be in the dish for your sag obviously spinach but like is there anything else that company companies have? yeah like we can have like you can have a chapati with it like yeah. you know uh it is like they have it with maki uh chapatis so okay. maki i think is Okay, now this is the time where my ignorance will come out <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know what it's called in English. <laughs> I think it's ground floor and the people who will be listening to this podcast and know what it's called will be totally judging me right now. <laughs> oh my God, how stupid is this girl? <laughs> but Never I, judge. <laughs> so I am pretty sure I'm being judged right now. I don't know what it's called in English, but it's crumb maybe. So it's, 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 it's not made of whole wheat. Okay. Chapati. Yeah. It's made of something else and it just goes very well with mm. saag. And it's served with lots of butter yeah. and ghee, which is, I think, staple of mm. staple Punjabi diet. And of course, lassi. I don't know if you've tried that, but it's buttermilk, right? Um, Have you tried buttermilk when you... No, I mean, my experience with Indian food, so... Great, great topic food because India, <laughs> I, I was straight into it. Like, I was not messing about. I was like, right, I'm going to get all different types of dishes every day. And I don't know if this is the same for you growing up, but when we were in India, we were having Indian food three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I used to love um, dal in India. So my breakfast normally when I was trying around would be like a dal papad, like a papad, which is a papadom yeah. with dal on the top with some spring onions and some spice. And then the other two meals, anything goes. It could be a loo, it could be like like a chickpea, like China masala, anything like this. So would you would you eat like three Indian meals a day, like growing up? I know that sounds a bit of a stupid question, but no, yeah. But some, like here in Canada, for example, yeah. it, it just varies. Like you have like yeah. a curry one night, and you might have a pizza another night. So right. It's just. That, did you have that variety as well when you no this is such a good question because now I'm realizing how much it has changed for me because when I was growing up I did have three Indian proper meals oh so yeah, yeah. yeah you're stuck in but time. now it's not happening anymore no. and I think it stopped happening the day I moved out yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I completely stopped uh, paying attention <laughs> and I had no idea what to do but yeah like um, growing up it was a very structured so as you mentioned it used to be mm. a dal for sure yeah dal. for one meal so good and yeah. one one vegetable like you know it mm-hmm. can be potatoes or yeah. can be anything else I think we also make a lot of Again, I don't know the English word for it, but... <laughs> Just saying... In so, it's called bindi. Bindi. So, yeah. So, yeah. Like, a lot of veggies. So, that's that's what I also feel that now is a big difference that 
I have stopped eating the kind of vegetables mm-hmm. I used to have back there. Yeah. I think some of them are not even available here. <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot of focus on uh, vegetables and lentils. Lentils, of course. A lot yeah. of focus. Lentils and dal. And they're very light and easy yeah. to digest. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very healthy too. Like now I eat a lot of crap. <laughs> I do. Yeah, don't we all? I think I found... Yeah, I mean, that's a good point, because when I came back from India to the UK, when I was eating, finished my trip, it was weird going from yeah. having rice at least twice a day. Yes. And dal and all these curries, to oh. then going back to, like, Western food. I was like, oh, I feel a bit bit crap after, like... I felt yeah. good in India. I thought, ah, oh, you kind of like got that fresh meal all the time, street yeah. food, and you go back to have another rubbish we have over here, so... Yeah, for that's, sure, that's like, a good change. Rice used to be, like, I remember having rice, especially in summers, for, like, at least... Five times a week. Yes. Mm-hmm. At least. At least, yeah. And I could have every day without a problem. Yeah. And so with good. lentils, it's, it is such a light, perfect meal. Like, yeah. Especially for the afternoon, like, you know. Because people think, like, if I had dal with uh, the, the poppadom, wow, that's, that's a big breakfast. But it really isn't. It's, it's a light, real light soup on top. Yeah. And, yeah, the, the poppadom was probably the size of a plate, but it's mm-hmm. quite soft and you sort of munch yeah. through it. Um, to give you a price, um, we used to go to a local... Uh, Stall. I'm talking about in my time in Jalsamir here. We, we spent two or three weeks in Jalsamir volunteering. So I found volunteering that you can actually get involved in the real culture and real life every day. This one geezer will be having his, his little um, Dal Papad stall outside in the main square. And he would serve it until he sells out. And the price was like 15 rupees, which wow. is so cheap. So yeah. that's like 15p <laughs> or like 20 cents, right? So... You go over and there'll be queues and then I think by lunchtime by twelve he was done. He's done for the day. Yeah. And he would just sell out. It was just be the best dal. And we used to get it every morning. Um but I miss those days of eating like street street food in India because they're just so Me good. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I always chart a lot. I don't know if you chart? tried that. Chart, chart chart. Like, you know, um it's not exactly like pro- a proper meal, mm. but they have these fried uh, aloo tikkis and a lot of sauce. Oh, and, wow. like, okay. That's, I think you must have seen some stalls, uh, like, you know, the street food stalls, like those. Uh, I remember getting like samosas and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so samosa is a kind of chart, and right? And bakura is, yeah, is quite a popular yeah. thing. So the, these are like different charts. Yeah, okay, like, right. So the samosa yeah. can be one kind of it and pakoras and um, then they assemble a lot of things and put a lot of different kind of sauces yeah. and dips and... For like train rides, like from one place to another, we used to get like a big bunch of pakora, which if people don't know is vegetable deep fried with batter yeah. on top and then you usually give me ketchup it's just too good right let's not spend all podcasts on food because I'll be <laughs> here all day so um, India yeah so the change from Indian culture to Canadian culture we're going to get start to Canada in a minute that's a huge change I mean I know just from like flying from Delhi to London was like ah oh, felt like almost I can't say relief but that just like ah oh, there's no like hot dusty air everywhere there's no like people like trying to get you on a, on a rickshaw it's it's a real difference in culture isn't it and Canada like you say just quiet very quiet <laughs> would you call civilised or disciplined is that what you said earlier <laughs> so you know like uh, I'll share an incident which is so hilarious like uh, Vinakshay and my partner and I moved out from a last apartment mm-hmm. so our building manager came to get our keys and yeah. then he had his flat just next to us right yeah he used to live just next to us and then he you know he's like 
trying to give us advice and he's being very nice and he's like i know you guys got recently married but you know sometimes i hear loud shouting noises as if you're fighting so i just want to say that you shouldn't guys you shouldn't fight so much and you know you like try to yeah. be supportive of each other and we were looking stunned at each other when did we fight and then she was like oh we're just loud as people <laughs> <laughs> that is what it is like we are just loud like you know and, and you see that is the difference like especially mm. punjabis like you know we are pretty loud and yeah. then canada is <laughs> quiet people, yeah. very quiet and um like i have to monitor myself like at so many places that your voice might have reached a decibel that's not accepted to people around you and you know especially when if i'm traveling alone somewhere of course mm. i remember but sometimes if we both of us are going and we just lost in our own world and having a conversation mm. there are times when i'm just like it's so quiet <laughs> literally everybody can just hear us <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. it is that quiet so it's, these are small things you know like um because uh we just used to be like this right yeah, you yeah. know it's just different culture and what about when, this might be not you i'm just recording something that a conversation with uh, get on the bus yes that was a thing that you didn't normally do back in india but here it's just a normal thing just going from one place to another yeah was that, that, was that a change true. uh i yeah i used to take a lot of public transport but that was basically the metro but yeah, yeah um I would say that uh, it was very limited. A lot of focus was on Uber and everything, but mm. here I hardly take the Uber. Like yeah, yeah. it's it's like I, we are always traveling by the train mm. or by the bus. I would also say it's easier to do it here because there's a lot of discipline. Yeah. So, discipline. <laughs> yes, uh things are in a very ordered fashion. Yeah. Everything makes sense. There yeah. is a process to everything. Mhm. people are not just randomly doing anything everything makes sense there's nobody who's going to climb on you <laughs> so th- it makes it easier yes it makes it simple and uh, that is a big difference i think as a person i really love the discipline and process part of it as a child so that is something that really appeals to me yeah. but i feel like uh, if you stayed for such a long time you know you grew up in one place and you're so used to that kind of environment sometimes you start missing those things too yeah right yeah, so yeah. like yeah, uh, yeah. i feel like if it might be so hard for some people to even accept the silence you know yeah yeah this, i i the silence, I this, yeah. this discipline not because they can't change but because it maybe brings itself with some loneliness like you know it brings itself totally agree. it yeah. it brings itself the vacant surroundings around you mm-hmm. and it might hit you more that you 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 don't really belong yeah i think the only way i can even relate to that is we had 3 months in 2013 me and mike were on our 6 month backpacking trip and we'd had 3 months of southeast asia so I find India even more hardcore as a culture shock than Bangkok for example but at the time Bangkok was like whoa what is this noise dust uh, rickshaws yeah. the whole lot like it was literally everything on shock. the road literally everything on the road, on the road. <laughs> noise it's just everything right and it's it's bams right in your face so we had 3 months of this and obviously it used to over a few weeks but when we flew after 3 months from KL Kuala Lumpur to New Zealand So even Canada's quiet, New Zealand's even quieter. There's no one there, wow. and that difference—you just arrive going silent. There's no noise. There's signs. There's a price. That's just—it is that price. It's not—you don't have to haggle. It's just one price. Yes. And sometimes in parts of India, 
even though English is a national language, it's, it's not spoken no, greatly in parts of India. Yeah. And that could be a challenge. Yes. Um, and even in Southeast Asia at the time, uh, some parts, especially in Laos or in the depths of like, um, in Vietnam, is not brilliantly spoken. So that could be a challenge. And you, and you go from that like daily battle to just arrive and everything's in English and oh wow, it's just a complete change. And you think you love it and then you actually think, do you know what? I miss the, I miss the food. I miss the yes. haggle a little bit. I miss the culture. And India was the same. Going back to the UK, it was like, I actually miss the spice of the food. I miss, I kind of miss the, the bustle. Um, some things I don't miss, but a lot of it did. So thank you for acknowledging that. That yeah. is exactly what it is. Like the first few months are when you spend admiring the country, you know, like mm. Canada or New Zealand. I didn't know it had. <laughs> it was more silent than Canada, it's, but <laughs> it's only got four million people. So um, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. So the first I mean, few the same size as your city, right? How yeah. many? How much population in your city is there? Louisiana. Yeah, where you grew up. Uh, I don't exactly know. A couple of million? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so that's half of New Zealand's population, right? There you go. Yeah, like, so that's normal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. Not, that's, that's like, a small city in India. Yeah, that's, it's extremely normal. And then I just, you know what you just spoke about? Like, the first few months I spent in awe and admiration that, oh my God, this place is so disciplined and mm. everybody's following rules. It's so fantastic. The rules, And yeah. then it starts hitting you because, yeah. you know, it, you just, because you made this big drastic change and you were there yeah. you grew up you were born in one country and you spent there at least change. 20 to 20 like minimum 20 years of people are coming as students mm. i spent at least like around 30 right so so as we're here the yes yeah, let's go straight into calendar so you made the made the move a huge i think this is inspirational to maybe the listeners about why you know people should go traveling or make that jump um so i'm keen to get why you made the jump so india to canada to vancouver what was the reasons or what was the thinking behind your move so i would say like i i i didn't think a lot to and i'm happy i didn't okay. <laughs> because if i had weighed a lot of pros and cons uh, i might have not been able to do it um i think i was it was easier because i as i mentioned earlier that i have stayed in other places very far from home yeah um the one of the biggest reasons was that um I, my sister moved here uh, yes. three years back and I feel like so when someone close in your family or someone very close to you makes this big step mm-hmm. and you are constantly in interaction with them, you get to understand the country more. Yes. So yeah. she was very fundamental in letting me know, you know, how the country is, how Canada is, how much she likes things here and everything. So she was in a way influential in, you know, making me consider Canada mm-hmm. for obviously the obvious reasons are you know a better quality of life yes that is how i would sum it up yeah it brings itself a set of cons because you do not get a better quality of life here without sacrificing things and yeah. i think that when you leave your home country the biggest thing you sacrifice are is your family, family right? yeah yeah that is the biggest sacrifice you're making and you can't go any further right canada to india is like the furthest you can go pretty much isn't it it's like england australia it's, that's the furthest you can go exactly but. Like trying to get here to India is a nightmare. Like by flight, by flight. It is. It's it's, it's, so yeah, it must be huge. Like to it's be that huge, far. and I think that is the biggest gone. Yes. Everything and your dog. Else. And your dog. Oh, I like yeah. When I say family, I always include yeah. the dog. It's, it's a pug, isn't it? <laughs> he's a pug, yeah. and he is named Albus Dumbledore after, <laughs> of course, the biggest. Uh, sorry, the most famous uh, wizard that ever was there in the history. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I, I, I will agree with you. 
I am pretty sure there are Harry Potter fans who are listening to this podcast <laughs> and they would understand that Hawaii is named Albus Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah, I've never read Harry Potter and I don't intend to, so, yeah. You shouldn't say like that, James. <laughs> it might affect people. <laughs> it was hard for me to hear that. Oh, well. I'm going to let it slide. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let it slide. It did hurt, though. So, yeah, why Vancouver? Uh, so I did have a choice actually between Toronto and Vancouver. I did. Oh, um, yeah. I applied yeah. for jobs. So while picking the city, to be very honest, one of the biggest reasons was a job. Yeah. So the kind of jobs we are into, <laughs> obviously, these two places uh, have the maximum number of opportunities. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then also the fact that you're young, right? You you want to live in the places that's happening and lively. What, what and was the age you were at the time? I was. 27 yeah. I think when I applied uh, yeah. or 26 when I applied for this yeah. visa and when I moved I was 28 yeah, yeah. so good time to move yeah I still feel it I it could have been earlier <laughs> but then oh, we always say that yeah, yeah like sometimes I think that if I had to move here why didn't I do it earlier <laughs> but then I feel like uh all the time that you've invested being somewhere else you have learned a lot of things so it's not time gone waste, yeah, like, right? Like I always go like oh, if I didn't take that year off before yeah. going to uni I wasted that year I should have yeah. done that yeah. I shouldn't have done the course I'd done I should, you can always say should, should, should but as long as you make the move in the end that's the most important thing right? Yeah. The worst, you can, the worst thing you can do is just yeah I think I've done a quote last week about you should fear not doing your dreams because that should be your biggest fear um, so, so beautiful hopefully it will inspire people to go so Vancouver how'd you find it I this is a great city but there's pros and cons as a we lot mentioned of, <laughs> they are um, I'm actually sat in Anjuman's flat right now and it's at the 20th floor and it's got some great views of Vancouver it's, it's pretty impressive um, but I decided to walk here from my place which took two hours and I'm knackered um, and I was shocked and you were shocked <laughs> I was stunned <laughs> but the, pro, the pros of Vancouver if people want to visit is mountains you can see mountains from here, actually, all around. Um, there's opportunity to surf, snow, snowboard on the same day, or ski, whatever you like to do. Um, it's by a waterfront, so there's water sports available. Um, it goes right into the centre of town, and the Stanley Park is a 10k walk around the huge park in the middle of the floor. So yeah, so Vancouver, yeah, Stanley Park is great. Um, lots of walks, lots of greenery. Um, they're the pros and the cons um, you can jump in in a minute I'm going to do my pros and cons and then we do your pros and cons I think other pros are it's close to the US border so if you want to nip down to the west coast um, by either car or plane it's going to be pretty quick and um, BC as a whole as a whole province is huge it goes right up to Alaska you can probably drive there I think officially and there's so much to see like greenery it's just a huge place cons are it's expensive um, I don't think jobs pay that well in, in line with how expensive it is. And maybe it rains too much. Uh, what, what do you think? I think I agree with all of that. Yeah. It, it's a beautiful city, yeah. first of all. It's stunning. Like, um, I think you have to be here to understand how beautiful it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, It's hard to describe. Like, For example, even when James is talking about Stanley Park. So if you are even walking on like the whole route or maybe doing a bike thing yeah I don't think I've seen anything more beautiful than that but I have not traveled that much <laughs> to be honest but it is so beautiful you have water and then you have mountains and then you're just walking yeah, on yeah. the side of it 
Like that's it's, that that seawall. So yeah. to, for people to get an idea, so me and Pan Emma live in Kitsilano, which is kind of west, and that's where the seawall starts. So seawall is just a path along the water, and this twenty-eight k route goes from Kitsilano all the way through into the harbour area in in the CBD back round past the CBD to English Bay and then around Stanley Park around the other side to the waterfront where the cruise ships come in it's about 28k yeah. flat but the views you get on that are unbelievable unbelievable yeah like and like you said you can walk it or bike it yeah like we've been like there a couple of times once we did the whole thing on the bike mm. and it is beautiful like I think I think like the biggest pro of being in Vancouver is like you are in a beautiful city like yeah. I wake up in the morning and from unreal for you uh, yeah like yeah. I I never put down the blinds at night because when I want to like when I'm waking up in the morning this is the view I want to wake up to I see the mountains yeah. outside my window yeah yeah it is who gets to see that on a regular basis like that, crazy, that is yeah. unreal and then you have to be so close to you too so that's that's a beautiful combination I've actually taken some photos to accompany this podcast so people can get an idea of the view um, so I think I can believe when I walked in how good it was yeah especially um, when it's the sun is setting and yeah, I'm just yeah. looking outside I'm wondering where the hell I am like <laughs> how did I end up in this place it's this stunning the biggest difference I feel like from even back home is that I feel like a lot of people who are in Vancouver are very outdoorsy yes very the, like that is the kind of uh, you know, mindset you need to have if you want to like really make the full use of being here. Yes. If you want to justify being in Vancouver, is that you should be doing all these things. Like you yeah, yeah. should be into all those outdoor sports and hiking and doing everything. So many hikes. Yeah, because if yeah. you are not doing that at the end of the day, I I think it's it's not worth it because then you'd rather go somewhere else, <laughs> not sp- spend so much money because it's crazy expensive. And yeah. as James mentioned, that um, the salaries don't. Really Justify no. the amount of money we spend living it's not here. Like a, it's not like Australia where it pays for it. it um, it's crazy yeah. expensive. The housing is crazy expensive. It's a housing crisis. That's yeah. another con. So um, I think yeah. you should only be moving to Vancouver if you really want to experience the lifestyle, like of yes. being outside. I, and it's also like for Canada. Yeah, it's the only big city by the sea. Yeah. So and with I know weather. Toronto has its lakes, which is yeah. which is awesome, and yeah. even. Calgary has, Calgary has the Rockies near it. Yeah. But if you want water and that seafront, yes. I, I think Vancouver is the only option calendar, right? Yeah. And it's just so new. Like, I'll be downtown and then I'll suddenly see the sea again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I'm looking at mountains again. So it, it's a very beautiful combination. But uh, I didn't really have that kind of lifestyle back home. Mm. So Same. it's, yeah. So for me, uh, I try to remind myself every weekend that you have to go out and you have to do mm. these things because then you're not at the right place. Why? Why? Are, what are mm. you doing here? So I never actually used to do these things back home. Like, um, to be honest, on weekends, we used to just go out, eat, drink, like yeah. a very different kind of lifestyle. And I think obviously you can do these things right here too, like go out, eat and everything. But you should be like more of an outdoorsy person. Yeah. I think you need a car maybe as well. It really yeah. helps. I think it depends what area you live in, but... We recently bought a camper van. If you want to rent it, you can go an outdoorsy. Little plug there. Um, but I think it helps with... Because it's so sprawled, Vancouver. But you could probably drive an hour uh, north and get to Whistler, right? And it's like yeah. in the mountains. Um, and it is and so you, beautiful. You can go an hour west and you're on the island. Uh, Vancouver Island. So there's so many options to do. East, you just keep going 
You're right there. Like, you need a car for sure. But I yeah. feel like I would just want to cover BC yes. first. Like yeah, my yeah, yeah. first, like my only aspiration for the next few years, like is to at least see the whole of BC. It is so beautiful, mm-hmm. and I just want to cover that before even making a plan for you know going oh, yeah. anywhere else. Like it has so many hidden spots too. Like we were just talking about Tofino, right? Like yeah, Tofino, the yeah, it's a must. It be. is West so Coast stunning. Yeah, and I I'm like waiting for the opportunity to go there. Like it it's beautiful. I think um, to give people maybe some top places to, to go in BC yeah Tofino on the, on the on the island it's you get a ferry across to Vancouver and you go west it's kind of like the last frontier um, and it's got an amazing surf scene there I think as well quite yeah. hippie quite chilled um, not been but um, it's on the list this year on my also on the list is Haida Gwaii so Haida Gwaii is way further up in BC you go to the, to the realms of Prince George or Prince Rupert wherever it's up there um, and that's like I guess the only way I, from pictures and what I've seen, it's kind of a bit like Hawaii. It's got that like oh, wow. that island, like high, like greenery on the islands with the wow. mountains on it, and there's certain parts you can't even access apart from a boat, and there's like a few roads, and um, but it's expensive to fly there um, or get a ferry from from up north. So that's that's awesome as well. And then just around Vancouver, there's the even this lot, which the, the, the drive is so beautiful, the Cypress Mountain, Grass Mountain. All that stuff, and you're only if you if you want to see the Rockies, you're what eight to oh, I'm gonna right, maybe eight to ten hour drive east, mm-hmm. and you're gonna hit the Rockies, um, and then get to Lake Moraine and Banff and all that. So, yeah, it's it's an awesome place, right? It is an awesome place. Uh, I think like sometimes I get annoyed because <laughs> so I've observed this, like you know, even in office calls, like people are like, yeah. What did you do over the weekend? And everybody <laughs> has this huge list. Oh, I went for a hike. I went. I did this. I did that. Everything outdoorsy. And then it's like I, I sometimes feel like, did I make the wrong decision? I maybe should actually have gone to Toronto because I feel like that Toronto doesn't have that much emphasis on outdoor activities. It, no. it feels more like a metro, metro. vibe that yes. what I used to have in Delhi and you know yes. what I've seen in Bangalore and all those places in India. Like and pe- it's flat, flat. Yeah, like you right. work on the weekend and then you just party. Like yeah, work yeah. on the weekdays and just party on the weekend. Yeah. Like that's that's the vibe. Mm-hmm. Here, I think it's more of like, what new can you do? <laughs> you can't you can't find a party in Vancouver. It's impossible. <laughs> yes, I'm going to be very honest and say it's dead. The scene is <laughs> yeah, there is no the scene. scene. It's not lit, guys. It's the the Vancouver is not lit. <laughs> it, it's more like um, yeah. Just go out and wear your shoes and look ugly. <laughs> I tell you what you can do, Manku, which is what I'm not used to. Maybe you're not either. Is um, a lot of people come here to do big concerts. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of a sporting thing on the here on the go here. So you got um, football, brackets, soccer. In case you're from North America. Yeah, I think and my partner is a lot into it. Yes. Yeah. Um, but we can't see it because of COVID at the minute. Exactly. Um, and they used to have basketball, but didn't really kick off here. Um, they got franchised out for the NBA. And they love their ice hockey. I think that's a... The Canucks are pretty big here. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've seen, like, Elton John and Paul McCartney here and stuff like that. So that sort of entertainment is available. Yeah, like, of course, I like, I would love to attend concerts, but... I think you just came at the wrong time. But yeah. maybe, hopefully, we'll yeah. get back to this later yeah. this year. Hopefully. <laughs> for sure, waiting for that. But, yeah. So, yeah, that's a wrap for Canada. Why you should come to Vancouver and why you should check it out. Um, we're going to go on to... We're close to wrapping this up. Um, I want to touch very briefly on Andrew's a great writer and blogger, even though she has not kept it up. 
So I'm going to try and poke her here and get her to keep reviewing those books. You review like books, right? And oh, I, I'm I'm really love reading, yeah. and I did start to start to try to go in that direction, like start a blog and write about the books I read mm-hmm. but I haven't really kept up with it no so you got to carry on with that yeah. I, James is an inspiration though I love reading <laughs> <laughs> he has been doing it so well so it's really inspiring to you know see what you're doing I'm not as good a writer as Andrewman um, I'm not very good so I'm, I'm trying to do it every day um, but I kind of have maybe the stories to tell but maybe can't write them in a very good fashion but it's something I'm working on no, but you're working on it, right? That's yeah, the yeah, big, yeah, that's yeah, the point. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's very important. Like whatever you're passionate about, you should be doing it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's a step in the right direction, right? Are you quickly on books? I've got massively into books this year. Uh, it's, it's one of my new rules. So I've read five this year, I think, or wow. and or listened to five. Um, I'm currently on my next book, which is by Rolf De Belli, uh-huh. called The Art of Thinking Clearly. I've, wow. got, I've got a quote from his to finish the podcast on. That's my new book at the minute, and I just finished um, "Don't Keep Your Day Job" from Kathy Heller. I I've heard about that one. Yeah, it's she very has a famous, podcast as well. It's, it's a very famous one. Yeah. What books are you reading? So I read a lot of fiction. Ah, uh, your fiction. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I am more of fiction person. I don't like fiction. Yeah. So I'm reading the book Thief right now. It's it's a popular book. Thief. A, the book Thief. Yeah. And there's a movie also. Oh um, yeah. So that is like my area <laughs> but I do read uh, motivational self-help books sometimes but yeah. if I say what I'm passionate about it will be thriller and it can get too much sometimes the self-help books I'm like oh my god like, I've got to read the next yeah, one and like, he, I feel like if I read fiction I'm wasting my time so I probably need to go that is true fiction <laughs> I think over. fiction is more of an escapism but yes then. <laughs> of course yeah. but I just go on on call yeah. duty for my escapism and go to the dance so that's me uh, okay so that's books so we're going to do some quick fire questions uh, and wrap this up with a few quotes at the end and some plugging of my stuff. Andrew has no idea what they are, but if she yeah. listened to my podcast before, she might get an idea of what those questions will be. So, in the future, this will have a little theme tune, but at the minute, I can just sing one. La la la. There we go. Quick fire questions. Right. Are you ready? Yeah. What is the favourite beach you've been to? Oh, uh, Kits. Kits? Oh. Actually, they got the Kits massive. Yeah, but... I actually, um, there's also one in India which I really love, which yeah. is in Manipal only. It's called Malpe. Oh yeah. So it comes, recommendations. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it yeah. comes close second. <laughs> but kids. Yeah, kids is beautiful. Yeah, just ten minute walk from me. Love that. What is? I don't even drink coffee. What's your favorite coffee? Do you uh, drink coffee? Yeah. Oh, you drank that instant rubbish. No. Used to back with you, but um, we, ha- your... we have been doing the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Akshay has brought in the French, like he got the ground. Oh, the French press. Yes. Yes, lovely. So um, I love iced coffee. So I just take the cold brew and I put. Do you have like a brand that you like, or just? You know, we just pick uh, the one from Costco, which is Starbucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm not giving you right, I've heard coffee and Costco in the same sentence. Let's move yes. on. Let's move on. <laughs> it's very basic, guys. <laughs> There's nothing special going on here. <laughs> What's your favorite city? Oh, my favorite city? Um, I would say my hometown because I'm extremely emotional and <laughs> nostalgic <laughs> these days oh, yeah. because of not, not being going home. So, yeah, it's just a lot of you know emotions involved. So, okay. it has to be really Hannah. That's all right. Favorite track? Favorite trek or hike? Hike. Um, to be very honest, I have done very limited yeah. hiking, and I would say that I did one with my best friend in India. Oh yeah. 
so it was in McLeod Conscience in Himachal Pradesh. So, oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That that was. Was that a big line? No. No. Fair. I think we also got lost at one time. <laughs> yeah, oh, we all get lost. <laughs> yeah. I think mean, if you listen to uh, my podcast with Rachel Fox, she. Uh, I don't know if they got lost, but then he, then he died on a few hikes, so it's worth listening to oh, for that story. Um, your favourite country? Oh. You cannot say your own. It's a rule. Oh, I can't say India? No. Okay. Canada. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm not a citizen yet. No. <laughs> so I can't say Canada. <laughs> um, favourite party place? Favourite party place. Okay. It can has... be city or country, wherever you want. Well, it has to be Gurgaon, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... Back when I was working in Delhi, we used to party a lot on the weekends. <laughs> and when I moved to Canada, I was like, oh, there's no partying going <laughs> yeah. on. <laughs> so, yeah, it has to be. We used to go out every weekend. It's it's really good out there. Okay. Uh, your favorite landmark that you've seen? My favorite landmark. Um, Have you been there? Yeah, so... I don't know. I would say not only it's a historic landmark, uh, but also because... There are other things in Amritsar that like are very important historically. So yeah. it has to be Amritsar. I would say the Jallianwala Bagh or the mm. the Temple, of course. Yes, I'd love to go there. It's on my list. Um, favorite cuisine or food? I know we probably talked we talked a lot about this in the podcast, but yeah, we know your favorite dish. But um, do you have like a favorite cuisine from a country? Like, so I really love sushi. Oh yeah, we both are big sushi fans. Yeah, and. Yeah, Japanese. like I hate sushi. What? Yeah, I can't stand it. <laughs> so I think like the first time I tried it, it was like way back in two thousand. I think I nearly chummed it actually. First time I tried. I like I tried it first in two thousand fifteen. I absolutely hated it. My yeah, best friend made me forcibly eat it, and she was like, "Oh, you have to try it." I was like, "It's bad. It smells weird." So not for me. Over the years, I've started really accepted it, and now we really like it. Sushi. Wow. Okay, we'll take it, we'll take it. What's the favourite activity that you've done? Okay, so, uh, like, as my hobby? Well, I'll put my, as example, I've done a skydive in, in New Zealand. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I don't have adventure sports for sure in my list. <laughs> could be reading. Yeah, so that's what I was going to come at, like, it's reading, but now, lately, I really enjoy biking in Vancouver. Biking? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've sent a few pictures of you biking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, favorite country to live in? I guess you lived in a few, but yeah, I would say like Ghana is really good. Like, yeah. um, I ha- I did visit US, yeah, but it was like a very short trip yeah. both the times. But so I really can't say about the culture there. Yeah, but I think just Ghana is very peaceful, and that's what I like. Okay, um, favorite lake? Favorite lake? Yeah, have you seen many lakes? It's a tough one. That's a weird one. But. Yeah. Why can't you just say water bodies? Because you're surrounded by it. <laughs> or, or bits of water. Like, yeah. yeah. So I would say like the English Bay. English Bay, yeah. 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 English Bay in yeah, Vancouver, yeah. Of course. Like, Quite a little area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got here what... Um, got two more left. Which country is the best value for money? Oh, best value. I... Canada is not for no, sure. Not. <laughs> for sure, it's nowhere near. Best India has to be there, right? It has the best value for money. India, of course, India is like, so cheap. Canada yeah. is like, oh, your money is going where? I don't know. Maybe rent. <laughs> don't drain. <laughs> Costco. Costco. Yeah. Um, so, last question is: If you had to travel, why would you travel? No, no, just to explore, mm. and you know, it just. Even for BC, like, I just want to travel because it 
just so beautiful like just see the natural beauty yeah just get out of home not yeah, yeah. look at the screen right. anymore love that quote get out of home get out of home yeah. Mandarin as a quote gonna use that in, in the future okay that's great yeah like, so we're gonna wrap this up with a few quotes but before that um, thank you for listening to the podcast um, it's available on Spotify Google Spreaker podcast stuff um, all the links on my website jameshammond.org and also James Hammond Travel on my Instagram page has all things related to travel what I'm up to books my awesome questions and I would love for you to sign up to my newsletter because I'm going to do some competition stuff next maybe later this year trying to drum up some interest for the next series of this podcast next year which I'm excited to release but it won't be for ages and where, and where I'm going to take it so yeah thanks for tuning in I've got a few quotes we've both got a quote I think Andrew has one quote I've got two what was your quote Andrew? okay so I will take a minute <laughs> okay I'll do my first quote yeah. while you have a look my first quote is from Buddha and it simply says it's better to travel well than to arrive it's beautiful quite deep yeah but, um, yeah just arrive and do nothing nah not for me I think people need to get out there. People not interested in travel? Absolutely not. But try and do something that you're interested in. Yeah. Just getting out of your zone. Getting out of your comfort zone is so key, isn't it? Yeah. What's yours? So this is a quote like I've liked for a very long time. Yeah. So it's, uh, there is freedom waiting for you on the breezes of the sky. And you ask, what if I fall? But my darling, what if you fly? Yes. It's that classic. So in relation to that, my my man James Smith, who I'm following on podcasts and I'm reading his books, he's a PT instructor, but he has a bit in his new book that is written from one of his friends, I think Lucy Lord, I think you can follow her on Instagram as well. She says about anxiety, and everyone has this notion about being anxious about something, so let's just do, for example, leaving a job to maybe doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. Most people say, oh my God, I've got to leave a job. I've got, I've got this wage coming in every week or every month. Like, it's such a big jump. I shouldn't do it because I've got this this money every month. But you should flip that and say, well, no, if I leave that and do my own thing, I'll be earning more money and do what I want. You've got to flip that mindset of being anxious in a negative way and not taking the leap to flipping on its head and being really positive about it. And I think James Smith said in one of his podcasts about how he was blown away by that um, and I agree but that's kind of similar to your quote it is for sure like you have to take the plunge yes because what are you doing like what are you here for yeah um, you to be sitting here bored the opposite of happiness is boredom that's another quote I made in the first few podcast episodes so we'll finish with the last quote before we wrap up from a book I'm reading at the minute The Art of Thinking Clearly by Rob DeBelli who says, if your only tool is a hammer, all your problems will be nails. Again. Yeah. A beautiful one. Yeah. It's all but about perspective. Perspective, yeah. Yeah. Analyzing where you are. Okay. We'll leave those quotes for people to fester in, in their minds and have a little think. And I'll thank you again, Andrew, for coming on. Uh, I'm sure we'll do another one later down the line. And I look forward to that. Yeah. Thank um, you for having me. No worries. Anytime. And this will be released on Monday, and that date will be the 22nd of March. Tune in, guys. I have a lot to tune in. (laughs) (laughs) I'll catch you later. See ya. Okay, bye, guys.